This is The Music Show, and we're sitting here right now with the lovely and one and only Allison Young. Thank you, Welcome Charlie. to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah? I, it's, uh, it's always challenging to see all the people and do all the things I want to do when I come back here. Yeah. Because I've been gone a long time. I, I was in New York for 13 years, now I've been in Paris for 10. And, you know, I've got my family here. I've got friends from that's starting from high school on. And I still see those people. Thankfully, very happy to see those people and to confirm the excellence of my choices back then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it, they have aged well. They've, they're still they're still fantastic friends to have. You know, just you. It's nice to know that you we haven't grown apart. Right. Um, definitely still uh, still see the 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 main friend base uh every time i come back right on yeah so allison is in from france uh and boy are her arms tired or they look tired my legs are are tired their legs yeah there was a lot of Uh, kicking people always ask me why did you go to paris and um hey why did you go to paris oh Good question, Charles. God, he's really good, people. I tell you, he just, you know, he, he thinks of all the right things. Um, sorry, I just kicked him in the knee. Ow! Um, Ow! Um, and my answer to that is always that I had a very strong intuition as a young girl living in New Orleans um, that I would go to Paris someday and that it would be important for me. And I could not say why. Um and I started studying French when I was in high school. Franklin, yo. I just have to give a shout out for Franklin. Um, Franklin in the house. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then at college as well, it was my major. But uh, when I, the longer I'm there, the more I realize coming back here more often, I see well, all these things that we have in common. You know, the, there's so much of France and our culture here. And it's not like that was news to me. I'm not an idiot. But but it was sort of like, oh, just it's so woven into the fabric of everyday life here that, uh, you know, the, the French names on things, the French way of life, the, the joy in food and wine and things like that, that you don't you it's very critical to the lifestyle there. And it is here, too, and not in other places in this country, really. Uh, this somebody said that the U.S. is like 16 nations and. Well, I'm from New France, as it turns out. It's the tiniest one on the map that he made. It's all based on sociological studies, and it's called New France. So now hmm. I'm in Old France. Huh. Yeah. And you just, what drew you? What? Why did you go to France? Well, like I said, I, I always had this intuition and felt that it would be important, but I could not say why. And what I've found out retroactively is that that's the place that I had to go to start finishing my own songs because I had always been surrounded by wonderful songwriters and somewhat intimidated by that and have a very high standard. And I think I had to get out of a place where people knew me so that I could discover that, fulfill that. I had been writing, but I could never, I never thought it was good enough and I never could bring it to completion. And that's where I just, I had like within the first six months or so, I wrote about seven songs, which I'm not very prolific. So that's a lot for me. <laughs> well, so oops, that was very you gotta, loud. You got to take what comes. Exactly. As a songwriter. Exactly. So that's it. That was the place to, to go for the songs. Uh, 
And I've been there a while now. I don't know. I don't think it's the last stop, but I don't know what's next. You said you've completed seven songs. Do you have one song or a few, or how about one for now that you'd like to play for us? Sure. <clears throat> I feel your gaze. I meet your eyes. I fall outside of time. I know if I were in your arms, we'd redefine the word sublime. Yet I don't try to satisfy this yearning, cause I know that I, I couldn't love you more if you were mine. Oh sure, I've loved some others in the normal human way, complete with sweet caresses and someone to say, how was your day? Those passions withered over time while this one ripens on the vine. I couldn't love you more if you were mine. So if my supply of size should last a lifetime, I'll spin them into songs for you to play. It's no more a chore to cherish you from far than Upon your star, my dear Let's just forget those things I said Those little tears I cried I'll be the moon that orbits you You'll be the sun that makes me shine We'll have our secret galaxy where no one knows but you and me. I couldn't love you more if you were mine. I couldn't love you more if you were mine. A little transformation. You was that one of the songs that you'd written in Paris? Yeah, in the very first batch, and um, in the throes of fresh heartache. Yeah, those. That's a good inspiration, like Man, you said. It really is, you know. Well, now that you're all warmed up, give us another. All right. Um, all right. So, what if I bookend that with the very last one that I finished? Okay. Sorry. And this one, like. This entire broadcast is dedicated to Richard Bates. Um, no, Richard because Richard, Bates. I want—I do want to talk about Richard actually. Um, okay. Because it's a lovely story. Um, I had a band back here in the '80s called Song Dogs. That is correct. How did you know that? Um, so yeah, that that little band, which I loved very dearly and uh, still do. I think it's probably one of the best bands you could ever be in. We had a, quite a ride. Um, and a lot of brilliant songwriting, speaking of which, I was not a writer at this time, but I I got to be around those people. Anyhow, 
Um, we had a fan, a young man by the name of Richard Bates, hmm. <laughs> who came to the shows. His dad would let him ride his bicycle over to the Maple Leaf because, and to Muddy Waters because uh, he was underage. And Randy, his father said, I hope I did the right thing. You know, I guess I did. But he would he was front and center at many of the shows. And uh, Richard and I discovered uh, fairly early on that we're exactly 10 years uh, age difference. We have the same birthday. Hmm. Um, he was not of age to be in a bar at this time. Okay. Hmm. And because uh, I guess I was I can't remember if he was 15 and I was 25 or 16 and 26. But regardless, that's a while back, you know. Um, Thereabouts. And then about, I'm terrible with chronology, but let's say about a year and a half ago, I get a request on Facebook to be friends with Richard Bates. And I was like, no. No way. And so I start, you know, cyber stalking as you do. I start looking at the photos and, and then I see a photo saying, you know, Richard Bates every Saturday happy hour at the Circle Bar. And I was like, okay, wait, he became a musician. This is really cool. So then I start listening to the music and I just think it's beautiful. Just so beautiful. It really is. And yes. And then uh and then we he asked me about doing a show together. So the last time I came into town in December, we worked together for the first time. Right on. So I think that's a very cool story. Yeah, and how was it? It was well, it was great. What do you think? I don't know. That's you why told we're doing it again. Else. That's why we're doing it again. We're doing it the day before this broadcast airs. We're doing it on Saturday night, May third at the Circle Bar. Well we did and it Tuesday. was awesome. Thank you, Charles. <laughs> and that's why I feel the way I do today, because I saw it last night. Well, let's hope that turns out to be true. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> you never know. Well, uh, What are you doing Saturday night? That, I guess that's the question. <laughs> I'm going to see Songdogs and their fan reunited. Minus all the other band members of Songdogs. Plus some of them sometimes. We oh, had okay. Tom Marin sitting in with us the last oh, really? time. And my lovely friend and former guitarist from the Songdogs, Red Priest, came to the show on Tuesday that we did at the Circle Bar. He did not play with us, but he came to the show. Right and surprised me, and I almost cried. And I had to pull myself together because... Pull it together. I was about to Because you're on stage. That's right. You got to do it. Anyway, so you've got a song uh, that, that is the last That I set. completed because I was inspired by Richard. Okay. Um, because when I listened to his work, um, it reminded me of a song that I had started some time back. Started it, never finished it. I have a caveat here, which is I still don't think it's really, really finished. I still think that the bridge is perhaps to be replaced with a better bridge. The melody will stay the same. Just deal with it. Uh, but it's because of it's in the vein of how he of some of the rhythms that he uses, that sort of lilting, sort of beachy rhythm and the beautiful mel kind of soaring melodies that he writes. So he does write soaring melodies, soaring melodies. All right. What's this one called? This one's called What's Not to Love. Turn down so it appears that 
it's aesthetically Alison Young, with a song inspired by Richard Bates, who was a guest on our show not very long ago, <laughs> and uh, I guess last night, or a week ago, and one night ago, they played, depending on when you're listening to this, but uh, they, uh, well, scratch that. Um, how long are you in town for? When do you go back? Uh, a week from today. 
So it was a total of about two and a half weeks this time around. And Not ever long enough. Yeah. How often do you get back? Um, a couple of times a year. Do you Probably have... shooting for three times. Actually, Christmas has become pretty much uh, obligatory. Not for, no, well, that's a funny way of putting it. But yeah, which I try to get back at Christmas. Um, I like being around my family. And um, speaking of which, I had a family reunion up in Redneck Land, North Louisiana this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Missed the first weekend of Jazz Fest to see that bunch. But oh. it was great. Um, you walked away with a better understanding of yourself. Relatively unscathed. Relatively. I like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my one of my cousins said to me, you look just as pretty as you did when we were kids. And he goes, you know how you can tell you're a redneck? You go to the family reunion looking for a date. <laughs> uh, oh, and yeah. he said those two things to, to you. In okay. sequence, yes. Yeah, that's good. No, but he's, he's a sweetheart. I love them. Um, they're good people. Shout out to the cousin. Good people. They cooked up such a wonderful and huge amount of food. Just cooked and cooked and cooked for like probably a couple of days to put that together. It was really sweet. Awesome. So, yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, so you come back three times a year, and are you yeah, a citizen in France? I'm not a citizen. I, um, I'm i legal to work there, which was not true for the first nine years. Um, mm, can't get me down. Uh, but I might apply for a nationality because uh, an attorney, an immigration attorney with whom I had some uh, conversation believes that I could probably get it pretty easily. I'm fluent. I've been there for 10 years. I have very strong ties to the community, blah, blah, blah. I may soon be a part owner in a little music club in Paris. I'm working towards that if we don't decide to sell it before that happens because we're having issues galore with neighbors and police and this sort of thing. Even though we really try to keep it um, respectful, there's just always some Yahoo who won't turn down their amp or, you know, sorry to all you people who like to play loud, but... Um, that's not what they're going after at the club, Le Club. Le Club d'Alison. D'Alison. <laughs> In Paris. Nice, nice accent. Thanks. <laughs> I am Le Package Total. <laughs> Le Grand Fromage. Yeah, that's all I know. Well, those are good things to know. It's important yeah. to know about cheese. Mm -hmm. It's, it's oh, really I don't know important. about cheese. I know the word fromage. Do you and that's like about cheese? It. I like cheese, but man, I went to France a couple times, and every time it was, oh, their cheese, they don't, they don't mess around. Like, the smells alone might scare me away. I don't really buy the smelly cheeses, and every once in a while I've made the mistake of getting one that, that didn't seem like it would be that strong. But once it's in your house, it's, it takes over everything, you know? Mm -hmm. I actually, I gave one of my friends who really loves to cook and, and likes a lot of stinky cheese, I gave her a cheese locker to put in her fridge because her roommate was complaining all the time. I was like, here, put it in this plastic sealed bin. <laughs> what is your favorite album of all time? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Do I have one? Mm, name a few. Alejandro Escovedo, A Man Under the Influence. And he's in town maybe right now. Hi, Al. Um, Alejandro. Escovedo. This out. is the album I was listening to, as they say, en boucle, nonstop, repetitively. When I finished my first song, uh, I was listening nonstop to his album. Uh, he's one of my great inspirations, just a true, just 
genius songwriter and uh, amazing musician from Austin. I did spend some formative years in Austin. Um, it's a great town. Yeah. So what, would, what, what folk song have you written on the guitar that you are about to play for us? Uh, this one is called Don't Go to Blackburn. I won't. I was hanging out at my favorite pub in Paris. Shout out to the Corkin Cabin. Cabin. C-A-V-A-N. Um, and I was, it was the time of day, which is the most pleasant there, which is before it gets crowded and when the sun is, when the, you can, you have a view on the Canal Saint-Martin, which is the nexus of my universe in Paris. Um, beautiful, huge windows, view out on the canal. And uh, you've still got daylight coming in and it's never crowded. So you can actually just sit and have a nice little chat with one or two people, you know. And I, this young guy came and sat next to me and uh, quiet guy, but we got to talking. He's a chef and he's he's just an interesting guy to talk to. Blah, blah, blah. Time marches on. We run into each other again. And I, I said, oh, where are you from in England? Because I'm going to England on a trip this summer, which was last summer. He goes, I'm from Blackburn. Don't go to Blackburn. Hmm. And I was like, well, that, my friend, is a song title. And it, the song, I was laying in bed one morning, and I didn't have to get up and go do anything that day, and the song just came flooding through me, like a, a way that almost never happens. Um, and I, I, I think it might be some sort of past life experience because uh, it's the only song I've ever written from a man's perspective, and I really feel like I, had, I lived this life. But it's it's a crazy thing. So and then I, I thought, well, I better find out what Blackburn's all about, you know, because I had no idea. It turned out that um, around the turn of the century, it had become a it, it had become it was a huge weaving town. They had a huge textiles market there. So it was a big thriving metropolis at one time in history. And it would have been, you know, bright lights, big city to somebody who lived on a farm like this guy who wrote this song. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, he's got a sweetheart. Is that where the Lancashire is? Oh. Blackburn, Lancashire. I read the news today. Oh, boy. My guitar's out of tune, but it's too late. That sounds all right. It's okay. It's it's mm. within acceptable parameters, let's say. This thing's not really Close enough for the blues. Close enough for the folk. That's fine. champagne 
however shall I bring you back here again? Don't go to Blackburn. Sure, and you deserve better than this hard scrabble life. Older for your time, a poor farmer's wife. Passing the mirror, sighing forlorn. Your fair, dainty features, all weathered and worn. I'm sinful and selfish, it pains me to say. For I know what I'm asking when I ask you to stay. Sounded to me like you were channeling Towns Van Zant in that one. That was, I do love Towns. It sounds like I love me. It almost sounds like the 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 B side in a good way. Or yeah. Oh yeah, like to, that to, song. Uh, What's to, uh, that song? Uh, of Poncho his, and uh, Poncho and Lefty. Yeah, but no, he's got that other one about um. I, the name she gave was Caroline, the daughter of a miner. And her ways were free, and it seemed to me the sunshine walked beside her. That was a beautiful song by Towns Van Zandt as well. He's the man. Yeah. Love me some Towns. Um, and, and if he was dead by the time that you were writing that, then maybe you were changed. Maybe. Some people that are not dead, I've channeled too. I mean, you know, you it, the information is just out there. You're just, it's just swirling around in the, in the... Ether. Ether, exactly. And you just, if you're lucky, you pay attention and it, you know, you get to, you get to have some of it. You get to catch a stream. Catch a stream. Yeah, exactly. That's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah. It's rare. It's hard to do. It's rare for me. I mean, honestly, if I show up and I have the time and I have the privacy, I could do it a lot more often, but privacy is hard to come by and mm -hmm. time is hard to come by. So. I know. It's everything starts working against you, it seems like. Yeah. That's the way life is, and we all got to carve out our way, and it seems like you're doing a really good job. So uh, I appreciate you coming out and telling us. I really appreciate you being asked. Um, and, uh, well, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, any parting words of wisdom? I'm done, okay? You tapped me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I had. How about you just give a little plug for where people can find more of your music? Okay, um, I have a 
Bandcamp. Uh, it's Allison Young. So A L I S O N, just the one L. That's one L. One L, people, and, and an I. A L I S O N Y O U N G. Dot bandcamp.com. And it has a five song EP on there that you can listen to. You can download it. You can pay nothing. You can pay zillions of whatever currency you use if you feel like help supporting a struggling artist. Uh, Do you take Kanye dollars? I take anything. I will find a way to use it. I'll make a mosaic on a tabletop. I don't care. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I listened to that EP, by the way. It's really good. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, it means a lot to me to come back and play in the old hometown, and that I would like to do that more often. So if anybody wants to propose anything along that order to me, my Bandcamp uh, page, you can send an email to me from it. And I, I want to I want to come back and work more here because uh, it helps me spend time with my family and friends and to work with musicians that I wouldn't, you know, I have great guys in France, but I, I love working with people back home too. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll keep my ears out and everybody else. Thank you. At listening out there, keep your ears out as well. Uh, I, for one, will host a party at my house two blocks away where you can perform. Right on. Next time you're in. So just cool. line up eight of those and that's exactly what you do. <laughs> All right, Allison Young, and I'm Charlie, your host of the music show, WRBH. Bye.